0: you're tuning into the Be Fiercely You podcast, the podcast where women find their power and confidence by slaying doubt, creating a foundation of self-love, and by tapping into their inner fierce. I am your host, Heather Nicole, and I'm here to help you become the fierce queen you are meant to be. Together, we will conquer your fears, let go of others' judgment, and unlock your inner badass. So who's with me? Are you ready to take your life into your own hands and discover the possibilities that await you? Let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to the Be Fiercely You podcast. This is Heather, your emotional healing and relationship coach, and I am so excited to be here with you today. I... I'm not even going to lie. I have been having a little bit of a rough time. Um, You know, I've talked openly about this in the past and I will continue to do so because I think it's super important for you guys to get the real vulnerable version of me because if I hide that stuff, then what's the point of doing this, right? Um, I'm here to help you guys and I do that through my own life experiences and the things that i learn are invaluable to me when it comes to helping you guys and and changing the world really so i have like i said i've been open about my healing journey and the ups and downs of it and the thing is like i've always said there it's not linear it's not linear you're gonna have bad days you're gonna have good days you might have a great month and then have a bad month after that and that has been my experience um you know, I fall into these, into these low moments where I feel unmotivated um, and I feel overwhelmed and stressed with everything that I have going on. And the way that I am best able to cope with it is to really just kind of focus on a smaller amount of things. And that list gets reduced to the amount of things that I absolutely must take care of. So taking care of my child, making sure that she gets to school, is home from school, gets to where she needs to be um, when she needs to be there. Um, It is reduced to making sure that my home is clean and that my family is taken care of in terms of, you know, meals provided and that the animals are fed, you know, little things like that add up when you struggle with your mental health. Um, It My list includes my job at the restaurant because that job I can't just call out of. I was recently promoted to a manager there and I love it. I am definitely suited to be in a managerial position and lead these these girls that work for me. Um but i have to put a lot of energy towards that and i noticed that once i got that position was around the time that i started feeling stressed and overwhelmed so i think that that did have a lot to do with it you know change can always cause rifts in our life right um and i experienced this big change financially because i didn't get paid for three weeks because i went from getting tipped to getting you know an actual paycheck um to, you know, this completely different schedule with more hours, um, you know, more mental. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More like, like I have to put more mental effort in for this than I have in the past. So I've just been going through a lot of changes. I have been exhausted, Um, but I realized in all that and when I was feeling really down is that I haven't been doing the podcast. I haven't been doing content. And those things, like I've said before, light me the fuck up. They make me feel like myself because this is where my true passion lies. Um, So yesterday, I really, I sat down for hours. Actually, I got into this like real deep flow state and got so much done Um, I had a project that I was working on. I was just about finished before all this, but then I started feeling like crap and I hadn't worked on it. Um, so I did so much work on that last night, which I will be talking about later. Um, and that felt great. I got a lot of videos done, like content videos for social media. Um, I got some writing done and I like just brain dumped a shit ton of ideas for the podcast. Um, And it felt so fucking good. Like, I feel so good today. I feel so much better. Um, You know, I still am down a little bit, but I feel so much better than I have over the past several weeks. And the fact that I'm even recording this podcast uh, is proof of that because it was really hard for me to even think about spending the emotional and mental energy to record a podcast Um, because sometimes it takes a lot out of you, especially when you are being vulnerable and talking about your emotions. Um, so yeah, that's, what's been going on with me. I did finally get all my Christmas decorations up. I am sitting in my living room right now looking at all these Christmas lights. Um, it is helping me to feel better as well because I love Christmas so fucking much. Um, so yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to stop rambling and we're going to get into the meat of this episode, right? Thanksgiving was just last week. So we're going to get into that like meat and potatoes of the episode. Clearly I'm still got my mind set on food, (laughs) but I did have a great Thanksgiving. I hope all you guys had a great Thanksgiving too. Um, you know, as we move into the holiday season, Um, this is a time for me where I struggle so much with perfection. Like I'm looking at my Christmas tree right now and this was really the first exercise for me to allow myself to just not be perfect. Um, when I first look at my tree, I notice that the ribbon that I have around it is not evenly spaced on the tree. I noticed ornaments that are too close together. I see some little gaps that could be filled. Like I'm picking myself apart, people. <laughs> I struggle with perfection, especially around the holidays. And I'm really trying to let it go. So I put the tree together. I didn't like I put effort in. It still looks really nice, but I am just a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist. So I'm gonna let it be. I'm gonna leave it how it is. Um, And every time I look at that tree, it's gonna be a reminder for the next like 30 days that it's okay to not be perfect. Um, And I'm not gonna judge myself for it. I am just going to allow myself to just be me, to be imperfectly me because it feels good to just breathe. And the holiday is not only with your Christmas tree, maybe with your presents that you get people, right? You have put a lot of pressure on yourself to get the perfect gift for other people. Um, or maybe it's throwing holiday parties or showing up at holiday parties looking completely put together and with the perfect dish and showing up with your perfect family, you know, and trying to put on this show that you have everything together. But baby girl, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. And I want you to stop judging yourself when you struggle to be that perfect version of you. Because that perfect version of you doesn't exist. There is no perfect version of us. There's our highest self. There's this version of us where we are our highest self, but that's not perfect. They're different. We are always going to have our flaws, we're always going to have things that we need to work on. There's always going to be ways that we can grow. And that's okay. That's the beauty of life. So we need to embrace that. And I say that not only because that is something else that I have been going through lately, but I say that because self-judgment is such a big problem. Self-judgment is killing your relationships. And in today's episode, I really want to dive into why this is Um, And how it kind of can kill your relationship from the inside out. I have a lot of experience with toxic relationships. If you've been here before, you already know. If you're new, I spent 10 years in an abusive marriage. I got out of that and jumped into another relationship that wasn't as toxic, um, but was extremely codependent. Um, And I still had so many wounds that I was trying to heal from my toxic marriage that I didn't even realize that I had That it caused a lot of problems in that relationship Um, I have past Relationships even before my marriage that have fucked with me mentally Um, and all of this all of those wounds has led me to what I do today so I have some experience in the toxic relationship department. Um, and I have a lot of wounds and scars to to show for it. Um, and self-judgment is one of the ways that I really, really struggled. And I think that self-judgment played a big part in some of my recent relationships, not my current relationship, because I finally have built that self-awareness and healed around this. Um, but self judgment is extremely poisonous to relationships, and this is why. Number one, it kills your confidence, right? If you are constantly judging yourself, you're not going to have very much confidence in who you are and what you're capable of and what you're worthy of. Okay, I want you to think about that. If you are constantly judging yourself for the way that you put up the Christmas tree and that it's not perfect, or if you judge yourself for your emotions or if you judge yourself for how you look, you are killing your confidence. Okay. Because those words that you are saying to yourself become your reality and it becomes what you believe. This is how limiting beliefs are formed because we think the same negative thing over and over and over again. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not pretty enough. You believe it, and then that self-judgment shows up in your relationships as you not being confident in how you look, when in reality, your partner thinks you're the most beautiful person in the world, and they love you, and they love everything about how you look. But that lack of confidence can be extremely, um, what's, sorry, my brain is dead today. So this is what happens when you take time off, is that your brain stops working, um, it can be a really big turnoff for some people if it becomes a chronic issue, meaning that it becomes a problem on a day-to-day basis, like you always having a freak out because, oh my gosh, this doesn't fit right, I look so terrible, I look ugly, and your partner's like, no, you look beautiful, which, you know, why would you say that, I love how you look, and you just dismiss their feelings and what they're trying to say to you, and only focus on the negative and what you see and what you believe. That can be a big turnoff if that is something that happens on a very regular basis, right? Because a lot of people don't want to be with other people who are negative all the time and who can't accept a compliment. And let me tell you, not being able to accept a compliment is a trauma response. Just plugging that in there. But self-judgment is killing your confidence, It's stripping you away of every bit of confidence that you have in yourself and leaving the bare minimum for your partner. And that's not fair to them. It's not fair. So, that's the first way that this is killing your relationship. The second way is that a lot of the times when we're judging ourselves, it's an emotion that we have that we're judging. Like, why do I feel this way? Or why do I always do X, Y, and Z? Why do I always react in this way? Why? Um, You know, why can't other people um, do what I want them to do, right? It's always some kind of emotion-based thing a lot of the time that we judge ourselves for. When you judge your emotions, though, it makes you doubt them. It makes you deny them. It makes you invalidate them. And let me tell you something. As somebody, again, with a lot of experience in this department, when you feel that way and you're doubting your emotions and invalidating your emotions, you are less likely to share them, right? You keep that shit bottled up. And bottling up your emotions isn't good for anybody, especially for you. Because sooner or later, those emotions are going to come out. And it's going to be explosive and it's going to be hard and you're not going to like it. And the people around you aren't going to like it. And you're not going to know what to do with yourself. And you're going to be completely emotionally overwhelmed and you're going to struggle. Being in a toxic relationship, I learned this firsthand. Okay, my ex-husband would tell me all the fucking time that I was too sensitive, that I needed to grow thicker skin, that I needed needed to get a backbone, because he would say things that would make me feel like shit. He would tell me, you know, that I'm a shitty wife. He would make fun of me in front of other people. Um, he would call me names. Um, you know, he would pick a fight over stupid stuff, and whenever I would try to explain myself in the beginning of our relationship, whenever I tried to explain how I was feeling, how he made me feel, he would dismiss it and he would invalidate it and tell me that I'm sensitive and that I'm being crazy and that, um, you know, I, that it was stupid to feel that way or whatever, like just completely dismissing how I felt. So over time of that happening over and over again, I began to have that belief of my emotions, I started to believe that I was too sensitive, that I was dramatic, that my emotions were stupid. All the things that he used to say to me became my own internal words because that's how it works. That's where it starts is from other people. All the negativity that you tell yourself is coming from some outside force. So he taught me to invalidate my own emotions. How fucking crazy is that? That toxic relationships, toxic people have that power. We are giving away so much of our control to these relationships and to self-judgment because it all starts with judging ourselves, with allowing the self-judgment in in the first place, okay? Because if I had been more emotionally intelligent when him and I were together and more emotionally mature, I would have been able to shut that shit down. I would have been able to say to him, who do you think you're talking to? I'm allowed to have my emotions. This is how I feel and I want you to respect that. I want you to hear me out. And after he wasn't able to do that, I would have left him. Instead, I allowed him to manipulate me and make me feel less about myself and judge myself even more Leaving me as nothing, because there was nothing left of me by the time I left this relationship. I was a shell of a person. I allowed him to take all that away from me. Instead of holding my power, instead of staying in control, I allowed self-judgment to get in the way. I allowed his words to get in the way. And it happens all the fucking time. It happens all the time. But again, remember, a lot of this goes back to our own self-judgment. If you don't have that, if you are not somebody who judges yourself and you're confident in who you are, you're not going to let somebody talk to you that way and, and have it have the same effect on you. But I was so judgmental of who I was. I, I didn't believe that I was worth it love I didn't believe that I was worthy of happiness of success I didn't believe that I was worthy of happiness and I got lost in that for a very very long time so I want you to take that as a lesson to stop fucking judging yourself because you are fucking worthy. It doesn't matter what has happened to you in your past. It doesn't matter what people have said to you. It doesn't matter the experiences that you had. What matters is how you look at all those things and how you allow those things to affect your life and affect how you view yourself. Because if you allow it to have so much power and control over you that it becomes your own self-judgment, then that's where the problem starts. And here's the other part of this. Self-judgment over time, it's going to turn into resentment and hate for yourself. Again, I know because I've been there. I hated the person that I was. I believed that I was a shitty mother, that I was a shitty wife, that I failed everybody around me, that I was a failure, that I wasn't going to be any better, I judged myself so harshly for who I was that I hated the person I was. After that, I went through a phase of resentment and resenting myself. Why would you let yourself go through that? Why didn't you get out sooner? What were you thinking? Again, more self-judgment, judging myself for the situation that I was in. When really, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. And I know that now. He was the one that had issues. And while I was the perfect target because I was codependent and I was extremely emotionally immature and I had no experience in life, I was the perfect person for him to manipulate and mold into this version of a person that he wanted. But my own self-judgment got in the way along the whole road. Self-judgment is getting in the way of your relationships too. The more you judge yourself for your emotions, the less you are to share them with your partner. And when you keep them bottled up, it's just going to cause more problems down the road, right? Like that expression, oh, don't just sweep it under the rug. Because that's what happens. Every time that you ignore one of your emotions, you judge your emotion and you dismiss it, you sweep it under the rug, and sooner or later you got a big old fucking mess under there that you have to deal with. And it's so much worse than if you just dealt with it in the first place, right? Because the thing about emotions is when you express them, when you share them, that emotion goes away. They need to be expressed. They're supposed to be expressed. They're supposed to come out. It's human nature. We are taught from a young age that showing emotion is weak. That is not true. Being able to show your emotions, I think, is incredibly brave and strong because it takes so much vulnerability in order to do that. So please stop judging yourself for having those big emotions. Thank yourself that you are able to feel that. Could you imagine if you couldn't feel that kind of shit? What would that make you? There's people out there that don't fucking feel. They don't feel empathy, they don't feel love. You know, they're so damaged that they don't feel those things. But you are blessed in that you feel so much and sharing that is okay. I want you to get more comfortable sharing your emotions with your partner, sharing how you feel. And if they are dismissive, if they invalidate your emotions, that's a problem with them, not a problem with you. You are not doing anything wrong. And that's something that you need to look at within your relationship and decide if that's a relationship and a person that you want to be with. If you want to be with somebody who's going to invalidate you. I don't. Hell no. So I want you to ask yourself, in what ways are you judging yourself? Do you judge your emotions? Do you judge how you look? Do you judge how you talk? Do you judge your work ethic? Do you judge your laziness? Like, do you judge yourself for not going to the gym? Do you judge yourself for eating too much? Like, what is it that you judge yourself for? I want you to get really honest about it. I want you to call yourself out. I want you to ask yourself, how am I judging myself? And if you're like, I don't know, I don't do that. Pay attention. Pay attention throughout your day and the things that you say to yourself. And I guarantee you will find some kind of self-judgment because it's natural. It happens, right? We're we brought up in this society where people are expected to be perfect and have their lives together and we don't. We don't. Let me tell you, I have had my share of financial struggles and it is really hard to not judge myself when I'm in those hard times and tell myself that I'm a failure, that I'll never be successful, that I suck with money, that, you know, I'm drowning in debt, you know, and and remind myself of all these negative things. When I start judging myself for it, oh, you're such an idiot because you have debt. Like, what were you thinking? What's wrong with you? When I start telling myself those things, I, I feel worse. It makes me feel worse about it. It's not helping the situation, right? Me doing that is not putting more money in my bank account. If anything, it's taking more money out of my bank account because it's putting me in such a negative vibration that I'm not gonna be able to attract any money in my life because money has its own frequency. And in order to attract that money into your life, now we're gonna go a little bit manifestation um, tangent here, but when you want to attract money into your life, you have to rise up to the vibration of money. You can't expect it to to lower its own vibration to meet you where you are. You have to raise your vibration and raise how you think about money and raise how you think about yourself and your relationship with money. Raise that frequency, be more positive. And sometimes I really fucking struggle with that, I do. I'm not even gonna lie because it's hard. It's hard, right? But it's possible. It's extremely fucking possible, but you can't have self-judgment in there. You cannot allow the self-judgment to take over because when you allow the self-judgment to take over, you are digging yourself a deeper fucking hole. And this also is something that will kill a relationship by hiding your money problems, by not being upfront with your partner about stuff that's going on, about bills that are past due. It's only hurting both of you. That is a huge fucking lesson that I had to learn this year because for the first time in my entire fucking life, I have a partner that I can rely on financially. Every other relationship I've been in, I've been the breadwinner and what I had was what we had, right? Most of my exes were on fucking unemployment for a lot of the time that I was with them. And, like, they had their weekly checks that came in, and that was great. But, like, I've never been in a position where I could, I would say that I was a wealthy person to so where my goal is, where I would like to be. I've never had somebody that I could rely on and be like, hey, I'm tight this week. Can you pay the electric bill for me? You know, like, I've never been in that position. I wouldn't be able to ask my exes that because they'd be like, oh, I don't got it. Now I have a partner and be like, yeah, babe, I got you. And that feels so fucking good. So I'm learning to not judge myself and not hold all these things in so much because it causes stress. It causes anxiety. It makes me feel like shit about myself, right? So I'm stopping the self-judgment and I'm letting it, letting my emotions out. I'm letting how I feel out. I'm letting my partner know that, hey, I am stressed right now, I'm struggling right now, and I need help. And that's vulnerable as fuck and something that I would have never done in the past. But I am not judging myself anymore. So here's the thing. In order to stop judging yourself, this is the impossible task that you have to do. You have to accept yourself. You have to accept yourself, all of your flaws, all the good and bad, everything from your past, everything about who you are that makes you you, you have to accept it all. That is how you end self-judgment. So how in the fuck do you accept yourself? When you have all these beliefs that are telling you that you're not good enough, that you're not pretty enough, that you're not wealthy enough, that you're not a good enough mom. Like, how do you accept yourself that, you know, maybe you tell yourself that because this is mine, because you were a teenage mom, nothing's ever going to get better for you. You judge yourself for it. You hold yourself victim to this mentality. How do you accept those things about yourself? Well, in my new course, Worthy as Fuck, we are discussing just that. And that is the project that I was referring to in the beginning of the episode. I have a four-week live course that is launching soon. We are going to go through the four pillars of worthiness, which are being yourself, accepting yourself, loving yourself, and respecting yourself. Because the thing that so many people don't wor- realize is that having a foundation of self worth helps in so many fucking areas of your life. Because self judgment comes from a lack of self worth. Okay, everything that we've talked about in this episode today, if you resonate with it, then baby, I gotta let you know you might not have that strongest, the strongest foundation of self worth. And that's okay. Because I can help you build the four pillars that are going to build you up and help you to get the unbreakable foundation of self-worth that are going to give you the confidence that you need to become who you want to be. I'm going to give you the confidence to go into work and be like, hey, I deserve that promotion because I'm a fucking badass. I'm going to give you everything that you need to learn to accept the person that you are. I'm going to teach you what true self love means and how you can incorporate that into your life. We're talking about why self love is so goddamn hard because it is. We're going to talk about respecting our boundaries, how to create boundaries. We're going to talk about letting go of self judgment. I have a workbook that goes along with it that takes you through each and every pillar and it has all these activities for you to really dig deep and get personal and really understand yourself. We have a worthy as fuck community where you can join in, talk to the other girls that are in the group, talk to me if you have questions. We're going to pump each other up. We're going to build a sisterhood. We're going to build a community. And you get 30 days of self-worth activities that are designed to implement everything that you learn in the course in a realistic way so that you can rebuild your habits and rebuild your worth. So if you're interested, send me an email at heathernicolecoaching at gmail.com. Contact me on social media. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at heather underscore Nicole. Reach out to me. Let me know you're interested. I will get you on the waiting list. Um, The launch is going to happen next week. So be on the lookout for that. That is the week of December 4th that it's going to be launching. Um, So be on the lookout for that. Get yourself on the wait list. Get yourself in. It is time to invest in yourself this holiday season, right? You are giving so much to everybody around you. Give something back to yourself. And this is it we start january 17th it's four weeks it's not a huge commitment we're going to meet every wednesday it's going to be a zoom call we're going to all get on there together we're going to go through the lesson then we're going to have some open time where we can just chat um ask questions um and then you have the week to go through the workbook for that pillar and learn about yourself and grow a little bit each and every day i am so fucking excited about this course guys um I wanted to start it sooner rather than later, but then the holidays came, and I know that it can be a big commitment to have to get on a video call on a certain day during the holidays, so I wanted to wait till the new year. And also, new year, new you, I know it's cliche, but a new year is like a fresh start. I love the new year, it's like, Just like, just so satisfying to me for some reason. Um, I love setting new goals for the new year. And I think that building self-worth should be a goal of every single person that listens to this because building your self-worth changes your life. It changes how you show up. It changes your relationships, changes how you are you. So join me in Worthy as Fuck, where we talk about how to accept yourself, how to get over deep, deep self-judgment, okay? But for right now, I want you to ask yourself, because we know that self-awareness is the first step to healing. So ask yourself, in what ways are you judging yourself? Okay, this is your prep work for the Worthy as Fuck class. I want you to be aware of the ways that you are judging yourself, okay? that clarity, that awareness of the way that you judge yourself and how you're currently showing up in the world is going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, holy fuck, I judge myself for so much. And that alone might be the key that you need to stop it. Because paying attention to it, you realize how much it takes over your life, how much you actually say it to yourself, and how deeply you believe it. So if you notice yourself judging yourself, I want you to pay super close attention to it. See how often it happens. And you can even try EFT tapping or a meditation or a positive affirmation where it is the opposite thing. So if you're judging yourself for being bad with money, you can say, I am not bad with money. Money flows to me always quick way to reverse it, flip the script on yourself and say that to yourself either in a meditation just as an affirmation um or as while you're EFT tapping okay i know i kind of wrap this up kind of quickly but this episode ended up getting longer than i intended it to be cuz we're already at like almost 35 minutes <laughs> And I love you guys deeply, but I know that a lot of you like the shorter episodes too. So I want to try to bring those to you, but I'm a jabbermouth and I go on and on and on and on and on and on. So here we are. (laughs) Um, (coughs) oh my God. Um, all right. I'm going to get out of here please stop judging yourself. You are a beautiful fucking human being. You are worthy of amazing things. And that judgment is only holding you back from a reality that could be yours. So stay fierce and I love you. I will talk to you next time. Bye.